Yo, welcome to the GOAT Level Podcast. This is your host, Van Pugh. I'm getting straight into it because I don't have an intro yet. I'm just keeping it real, to be honest. So I'm going to talk about DC Sports, how that's going, and give you an update on my fantasy baseball team. Also, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Cavs and finish it off with the OU Spring Game. I guess I'll start with my fantasy baseball team. I feel that I could have been 2-2 two and two by now. But I made some bad lineup changes. I didn't start the right people at the right time. You know, just normal fantasy mistakes. It's it's fine. The next week, I came back. I beat the guy I played because Max Scherzer went off. Albies went off. Max Scherzer and Albies, those are the two that are going to carry me to the championship. I hope. I barely know what I'm doing, and I feel like I can win this league. It's pretty cool, man. I just accepted a trade for Albert Pujols. Something tells me that's a bad trade. I mean, Conforto for Pujols. But we'll see what happens. I'm taking a risk. So now, speaking of baseball, let me get into the Nats. So I'm a partial season ticket holder. I went to my first two games last week. That's pretty cool. I mean, first game was against uh, the Braves. We lost. We lost in overtime. Not overtime, I mean extra innings. I left after the ninth inning because I just didn't want to stay for overtime. I wanted to get home and beat traffic. And surprise, surprise, I didn't. Probably should have stayed, but it didn't matter because by the time I got to Anacostia, the game was over. So we lost, but it was cool to see Matt Adams hit that game-time home run. I was going crazy. And then the next game... Well, in between that, I went to the Caps game. And I'll talk a little bit about that later. But the next game I went to, it was the Nats and the Rockies. So that that game was pretty cool as well. It was a tight game. We just lost that one too. It was a close one. It was 2-1. Ninth inning, it looked like, okay, we can strike. We can get on the board. One out. Two out. Okay, I was going to stick around, and I heard Matt Wieters was batting. And I was like, no, I'm out of here. He He's not going to do anything. To my surprise, he didn't, well, he didn't do anything that game. But the games after that, he's been amazing. He was amazing. But that particular game, I was like, oh, he's not going to save us. I'm out of here. And sure enough, we lost 2-1. So, I mean, the Nats are like 8-10. and But that series against the Mets, now that gives me some confidence in my team, man. Like, the way they played, the way they came back in that eighth inning in the first game, oh my God, man. That was so much fun. If all their games were like that, man, oh man, I could never take my eyes off. That was an amazing eighth inning. Six runs? Sure, it was some fluky stuff, but... Man, it was so fun to watch, man. Like, I was I was having so much fun. And my friend Ben, who's a Mets fan, kept trolling me the whole time, talking smack. And it was just great to see the Nats shut him up, man. But then, you know, they won the next game, which I expected. You can't just lose off of that momentum. But then, I don't know what happened last night. We kind of... Got a taste of our own medicine and gave up a sixth run, eighth inning, whatever it was. I wasn't even watching. 
But I turn back and all of a sudden it's 11 to 4. Somebody hit a home run. I think it was Zimmerman. He hit two home runs yesterday. I decided to start him in fantasy, thank God. And sure enough, he had two home runs. Helps me for fantasy, but the Nats still lose. So now, I'm going to talk about the Caps. So game one was cool. I went to game one. I was in the nosebleeds, of course. I don't I don't pay too much for tickets. I pay the cheapest amount as possible. And I don't care. I will sit in the nosebleeds. It's fun. I still have fun. Man, let's go Caps. C-A-P-S, caps, caps, caps. Oh, man, all day, man. I loved it. I just wish we had won that game. We had it. We was up 2-0. I think the second goal was kind of shaky, but I was like, okay, we up 2-0. We're set. They come right back and score two goals. I was like, come on. Then we go up 3-2. I was like, okay, that's it. That's it. Then they come back and score a third goal. And I was like, I'm done. I got to beat traffic. Metro's closing. About to close in an hour or two. I got to beat traffic. Hockey overtimes can last forever. I was out of there. Sure enough, when I get downstairs in Gallery Place to catch the Green Line train, game's over. We lose. I was like, okay, typical caps. Game two. Watch it at home. Same heartbreak. Sucks, man. Yeah, my friend's a season ticket holder for Columbus Blue Jackets, and he's loving it. He's enjoying the series. Game three, oh, man, loved it. Their chance got in my head. I can't get CBJ, CBJ, CBJ. Cannot get that out of my head, bro. Can't get it out of my head. I'm like, can we beat this team so I don't got to hear this chant no more? Well, even our chance, you know, I'm... I don't always like them. And then the Holtby chance. You got to expect that anytime we play anybody in the playoffs. Holtby all day. Don't matter. But uh, I'm just I'm just glad we won that game. I was on pins and needles. I was on the edge of my seat. We won. We won in game four tonight. Probably going to miss most of it. Got to record it. I will record it. And... Hey, man, let's hope we can pull out a win. Because I said before before even looking at the facts or anything, I said we're going to be 2-2 going back to D.C. I'm speaking it into existence. And hopefully that happens. Actually, ain't no hopefully. It's going to happen. Watch. Okay, now let's talk about the Wizards. Down 0-2. I was like... I. I was watching game one. And I just I like the way they played the first three quarters. I don't know what happened in the fourth quarter. I think their offense honestly got stagnant. Wall and Bill trying to make stuff happen just wasn't happening. And then the Raptors hitting them key threes. I knew going in, I did not want to play the Raptors. I was one of the only people who didn't want to play the Raptors because this team is different. This is not your typical Raptors team. Yeah, this is not your... Yeah, the Wizards are not your typical AFC, but the Raptors are not your typical Raptors playoff team. They're not just going to bow out in the first two rounds. This team is legit, and I knew that all along, and I was afraid to play them, and they hitting threes, clutch three at the clutch three. The Rosen shaky in the first half in the first game, and 
ever since then, he's just been on a tear, man. Once he got aggressive, it was a wrap for us. And I look at game two. Uh, I barely watched that game, but looking at the stats, Gortat had zero points. Wall was negative 15 on the floor. Bill was negative 34. Morris was negative 31. We had great bench play finally, you know. Finally some good playoff bench play. But it don't matter when you give up 130 points. Honestly, the last three quarters of the game was very competitive. It's just that first quarter, you go down 17. Usually, what I say about early leads in basketball is that they can be taken over with the quickness. Like, I'd rather be down a lot early because it gives me a lot of chance to catch up. But in this case, we got down and we just couldn't get back up. Down 0-2, hopefully the home court advantage does something. Usually the playoff crowd at Capital One Center is very good. We need them. We need them for sure. Um, Another key series, the Cavs and Pacers. (laughs) LeBron had 46 last game. When LeBron wants to prove a point, when he wants to get aggressive, it's over. He's going to get aggressive. He's going to show out. Even though he showed out, as I expected, the Pacers were right there and could have won that game with one or two plays. LeBron needs help. LeBron needs help. That's all I'm going to say. I like how Lance Stevenson is kind of doing what Lawson and Scott are doing for us. And he's coming off the bench and he's scoring quality points. He's doing his job, you know. Something tells me the Pacers are going to win the series. I mean, they were, in that in game two, they were all negative on the floor, except Oladipo, who was plus 11. I just think the Pacers are going to win this series. Y'all are going to be shocked. But after seeing a little bit of game one and seeing how they fought in game two, I, I think they're going to win. I know it's tough to beat LeBron, but they'll find a way. LeBron, if he doesn't get the help he needs, he's going to be out of the first round and all hell is going to break loose. That's all I'm going to say. So, oh, and another thing about the Wizards and Raptors game, the Wizards were out-rebounded by 15. I was looking at stats and seeing what the big difference was, what, what was the big difference maker. That was one because I could tell that when they're trying to get back in the game, you're giving up them key rebounds. You're giving up them offensive and defensive rebounds, especially offensive rebounds. That'll really kill a comeback attempt. That's what happened. Guy rebounded. He gave up 13 threes. Gave up double-digit threes again. You got down 17 in the first half and never even cut it to... Never even cut it to five or three or none of that. Come back to D.C. Let's see what happens. So now this OU spring game. So they split teams. Team Williams, Team Peterson. I like that. It's pretty cool. Oh, I mean, Williams plays for the Redskins and Peterson is free agent, right? I, I like both. I respect both. Trent Williams, he's a division rival, but he's a beast. I'd love to have him on our team, but we got Jason Peters. We have Lane Johnson, who was at the game, by the way. We had a lot of celebrities at that game. We had a lot of former players. People who were there when I was in school, like um, Aaron Colvin, D.D. Westbrook. There's other people I can't really name. Oh, Ryan Broles was there. Man, there's, there's so many former players. 
It was it was crazy, bro. It was crazy. All he was missing was like Landry Jones. Hey, he probably was there himself. Well, who knows? But a lot of celebrities, a lot of people on deck. Cold and windy, it didn't matter. Those dudes was dressed to impress for some reason. I guess that's just what they do. I don't know. But about the game, Austin Kendall was on Team Williams. Parnell Martley was on Peterson. C.D. Lamb was on Team Williams. Another thing I noticed that they have an Isaiah Thomas and a Mark Jackson. I'm like, y'all got famous basketball player names and they playing football. But that's that's just that's just something funny I noticed, man. I, I just hope they can ball. Probably can. They wouldn't be out there if they couldn't. You don't play for OU and you you can't ball. Anyway, so Lamb, CD Lamb had a nice back shoulder on Motley. That was a hell of a throw by Austin Kendall. See, that's the Austin Kendall I saw when he was in high school. When he had those highlights, I saw he was making throws like that. He can make throws like that. That's all day. But that same drive, he made a nice pass to Calcaterra. And then he got in the goal line, he froze. This is the same thing with Kyler Murray. Oh, my God. Every time he runs, he just take your breath away. He's so quick. But then, just like Austin Kendall, when he got in that red zone, he didn't do a thing. So, that was just a little bit I saw. But I can't really criticize him for that. It's the spring. They'll get it right. Our offense will be fine. They'll get it right. We got good coaching. Be fine. We'll be fine. Now, I heard about the Trey Sermon injury before I watched it. So when I saw him enter the field, I cringed. I was like, oh, no. I already know what's about to happen. Two plays later, what happened? He's grabbing his knee. I was like, oh, no. This is even worse than I thought. It sounded bad on Twitter, but then actually seeing it, I was like, oh, no. I was just so, so upset, man. But we, we got so much death at running back always. I think we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Um, so, other stuff from the game. So, OU freshman got a year scholarship from Lincoln Riley. That was pretty nice of him. Uh, Buki Bradley House. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Man, I don't know where they got him from. I need to do my research, but I don't know where they got him from. I don't know how, why he decided to come to OU, but I'm glad. Because this guy's a beast. He was everywhere. I was like, I like this guy already. And he's going to be the next great player at OU. And I cannot wait to see him play against yeah, everybody else. <laughs> um, Yo, and that Marquise Brown race. Mm, dude is so fast. He was... Okay, I thought the kid was going to win. And then Marquise Brown just made it look easy. He made him look like he was going in slow motion. And then he looked back at him like, damn, that's all you got? <laughs> so funny. But he dapped it up with him at the end, man. It, Marquise Brown was a good sport about it. It was, it was funny, man. But um, that's, that's all I got. That's all I got for today. And next time... I'm going to tackle women in sports media because of Sarah Spain, seeing her tweet and hearing her podcast. I kind of want to respond to it. Of course, I'm going to talk about DC sports and 
what's going on with them and how I feel about it. I know I know the Wizards are caps. One of them is going to be eliminated the next time I come on this mic. I just know. And, you know, I'm also working on better quality audio production and the intro and the outro. Don't, don't worry. It's just the beginning. I'm just getting started. But until then, I'm out, man. Peace.